Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about various ways to fill your pool. There's some automated ways to do it. And of course, there's the old manual way of filling the pool. And I'll go over some tricks that you can use also out on your pool route. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. It should be noted in your service agreement that the customer is responsible for filling the pool. This is, of course, there for various reasons. The first and primary reason is that filling the pool causes liability. If you decide to fill the customer's pool, let's say with their garden hose, and you turn it on and you forget to turn it off, you could flood their house, you could flood the property adjacent to it, and it could be something of in the range of about 30000 worth of damage. How do I know this number? I know someone who did this. Water flowed down to a neighboring yard and house, and it also got into the customer's house. And that's about the bill that he received for the damage. So you don't want to leave, you don't want to fill the customer's pool, period, because that leads to liability. There are rare exceptions where I'll actually turn on the fill line. But one trick that I use, and I suggest you do this, if you have to do this in an emergency situation or if the house is vacant, if you're taking over, if you're taking care of the pool for a real estate agent, or someone who doesn't live there, you may have to fill it. But then, of course, I would suggest another option that I'll get to in a minute. But if you do have to fill the pool for whatever reason, put your truck keys there on top of the fill line or on top of the hose spigot. And chances are you're going to get to your truck and be like, hey, where are my keys? Oh, yeah, I'm filling the pool up. This happens all the time. So you definitely don't want to fill the customer's pool for that primary reason which is the liability reason. The other reason, of course, is it takes time to fill a pool and you can't wait there for it to fill up and turn off the water. So that's out of the question for that reason also. So if you have a service agreement, you should have it in there stating that the customer is responsible to keep the water level adequate in the pool and it's not your responsibility. So put it on them to fill the pool up. Now, there are a few things that you can suggest to the customer if they don't have an in-deck autofill, these are what I recommend for the customer. And let me just touch on the in-deck autofills real quick. If you're thinking about having one installed, it just depends on the particular plumbing of your pool and your deck, of course, is also a factor. These are devices that usually are put in when the pool's built. It looks like a skimmer, but it's not. Underneath there is a, a fill line. And then there's a plunger type device, very similar to what you find in a toilet tank. And when the water level gets to a certain point, the plunger or the float will raise up and then the fill line will activate. Once it gets to the right water level, the float will not be rising any longer. Again, it's just like when you flush your toilet, 
and the float kind of floats up until the water gets in the tank at a certain level. It's the same thing with your pool. The Indec Autofill works with the same principle. There are some things that can go wrong with it. The float can get a little pinhole in there and fill with water, making it a little heavier so it's going to be inaccurate. Also, sometimes if you have too much water pressure going through your house, the autofill will just keep activating every few minutes. It'll turn on and kind of hiss a little bit and then shut off because there's just too much water pressure and it's not allowing that float to stay in its position. So that's another problem that you may have with those. But other than that, they're pretty good. Changing the float usually will solve any problem. There are two different sizes in my area. There's a one and a half inch threaded float and there's the three fourth inch one. You'll just have to kind of have both of those on your truck so you can swap them out if you need to at the customer's house. There's other models also with a different kind of float. It's not very common and it's called the pool miser and it looks more similar to a toilet float than the newer toilet floats than the older ones with a little ball on the end of it. And these are common, I think, in certain areas, but California, not super common. So to have one of these in-deck autofills installed, they'll have to plumb the fill line to your pool. Hopefully you already have a fill line at your pool and they'll just put it in in-deck. So they're going to be cutting the cement, trying to match it the best they can. And then once you have that installed, then the pool will actually fill by itself, which are which I like. And these are really convenient. The price of having one of these installed ranges from 1500 to maybe 3000 maybe plus, depending on how much plumbing they have to do. So it's kind of unrealistic in a lot of cases for the customer to put one of these in after the fact because of the high cost of it. If there's one there already, definitely make sure it's working and utilize that. If there's not one there already, there are cheaper alternatives to this. One of the probably the best alternatives is the Level Smart, and this is a wireless autofill. It's sold now by H2 Flow, and these are the man- this is the manufacturer of the FlowViz Flow Meter. It's a really good company. They're really responsive. I think the biggest knock on the Level Smart is that it was run by Kono Labs in Hawaii. They have a leak detecting company. They were doing other things, and their customer service was really lacking. I've called them, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to get any resolution with them on problems. And so H2 Flow took over the Level Smart, which I think is a smart move, and it's going to really change the customer service aspect of the product. The level smart can be connected at the equipment area. You can actually plumb in a fill line at the equipment, or you can use an existing fill line. They have a valve they sell with you. A lot of pools already have a dedicated fill line, and you would just connect the level smart valve to that. And then there's a sensor that goes in the pool, and you have a, a receiver by the equipment where you want to plug it in, and that will pick up the signal. So when the sensor shows that the water level is getting low, the autofill will activate. So it acts almost like the index autofill, except there's no construction. You, have to, you don't have to you know, break up the cement to put in the device. It's just a little two inch by two inch sensor that attaches to the tile line in your pool. You can put it in the skimmer, you can put it near the spa, wherever you want to put it. And basically you set the water level with the device and when it reaches a certain point, it'll turn off and then it'll turn on when the water level gets low. Another nice thing about the device is that it'll run only for about five minutes at a time. So if there's any malfunction, it's not going to flood your house or flood the area. There's also a built-in safety mechanism. So if it does reach the top of the sensor, the fill valve should turn off without turning back on again. 
So there's a built-in safety mechanism so that you don't overflow the pool if there's a malfunction. And it works really well. Again, you can install it by the equipment or you can install it where there's a fill valve already to the pool. And installation is pretty easy. And this is one way to add an autofill to the pool without actually putting it in the deck. And it's a really convenient way of using modern technology to fill a pool. It retails for like $800. So it's not cheap, but it's at least half the price or one-fourth of the price of having an autofill put in, in deck. One of my favorite devices, and it's not the greatest thing on earth. There's defects. One of the things that I don't like about it is that they can be it can leak at where the hose connects to it. But the pool sentry seems to work effectively in most cases. This is a device that you put on the deck, you attach a garden hose to it. So it's going to be a little bit unsightly unless you can find an area where you can set it and maybe run the hose in the planter area so it just has a small amount of hose showing. And then you put the other end into the pool. So it kind of mimics the in-deck autofill with the float. In front of the pool sentry is a float and then you would just adjust that and when it floats up to a certain point the water will shut off. If the water gets low the float will sink and then you know the water level will have to rise to get the float back up to the mark and it'll stop once it reaches the set point where you set the float. It's pretty good. It's unsightly and it's one of those things where it's effective especially if there's a vacant home you're taking care of for a real estate agent or maybe there's tenants there and they don't want to fill the pool. Put one of the pool sentries in there. They're like $100. What I mentioned that they're not like perfect. You have to put rocks in there to weigh it down for sure. And then where it connects to the hose, I found that it leaks a lot right there. Even with the O-ring that comes with it. Because it's like a little plastic part that you screw on there. So what I do is I put Teflon tape. It of course works best with a brand new garden hose. So sometimes just have the customer invest in a new hose. But I find these to be effective, unsightly, but effective. And they're pretty reliable. I haven't had one before where it just constantly fills the pool up because the float has a set point. And of course, they can break. I've had customers, when they had a party, step on them and crack them. I've even had them fall into the pool with a party. So again, it's not the 100% best solution, but it is effective in a lot of cases. Another thing you can do is also get a digital timer for the hose and I've had customers do this before where they put a digital timer on they leave their hose on and they may run it into the pool this also works on autofills also so if you have a regular autofill you can actually have this plumbed in usually you would have your landscaper or gardener do this and then you can just turn your autofill valve on have this digital timer on there and then whatever you set it for is going to fill the pool so you want to set it to run for maybe 20 minutes a day or 10 minutes a day and it'll fill the pool each day for the set time on the timer. It's the same timer you would use if you had like a yard with no sprinklers and you wanted to have the garden hose turn on once in a while with one of those you know plastic sprinkler things that you put in the middle of the yard. I don't know what they're called. Same kind of concept, except you're using that to fill the pool. Now, there are drawbacks with this. Sometimes the battery will die, and then it's going to stop working. I've had a few of these malfunction where... I just couldn't figure out why they kept filling the pool longer than they were supposed to. So, you know, it's one of those things where they're not really expensive, so they're really cheaply made. They're probably a Class C product, and so electronics aren't the greatest in there, and they'll have a higher failure rate than you would want. So I've had a couple of customers with these, and 
they all of them have failed at one point or another to work and they have to buy another one. So it's one of those things where it's a good idea and it may work well. There's really no way to know, you know, how much water it needs. So you kind of have to guess and adjust it. So 10 minutes a day might be too much for the pool. Maybe bring it down to five minutes a day. It works, you know, blindly because there's no float in the pool letting it know that it needs water or not. So that's something that you may want to consider and just make sure that you let the customer know that keep an eye on it because they can malfunction and it can add too much water to the pool. So I would say that would be the last thing I would put on the pool. I would put the pool sentry first and then I would go with that. Now there's other devices like the pool sentry also other brands, but I think that one I've been using for a long time and I found it to be the most reliable. So I mentioned that I have some tricks for the pool pro and there's a couple things you can do. And these tricks are something that you're going to have to kind of learn and kind of work at the perfect. So if you have a pool where they just don't want to put a pool sentry, nor do they want to do the level smart or put a you know timer on their, their garden hose, which I probably don't recommend really, but I've seen people do it. Then one option is the trickle trick. And this is basically you kind of figure out how much water you're going to need trickling into the pool from the fill line and you set that. So basically you'll turn on the fill line and then you'll turn it off and keep turning it and you'll put your ear close to the valve. Make sure the pool equipment's off so you can hear it. And as it's getting near the end where it's kind of just like hissing a little bit, then you stop, go over to the pool and put your finger on where the water's coming in from the fill line and you should feel a little trickle of water coming in there. And a little bit of trickle will fill a 20,000 gallon pool over the week pretty well or keep the water maintained in there pretty well unless there's a leak or something. But you have to adjust it so that it's really, really trickling. So if you see water coming out at a fast pace, then that's not a trickle. A trickle is like a leak. So, you know, just like if you had maybe your bathroom sink is dripping or leaking, something of that nature, maybe a little bit more water. And then you just set that fill line at that point and in the summer you may have to readjust it a little bit but I found this to be really effective and having the water trickle in is an effective way to keep the pool filled especially on a vacant home or a house with a tenant where you can't directly you know enforce the water level it's a great trick and it works effectively you can do the same thing with the garden hose so what I'll do is I'll put the garden hose on the deck then I'll turn on the hose and let it trickle into the pool and this is a good way to let the customer know that you have to fill the pool also. I'll put the pool in, I'll put the hose on the deck and it'll be trickling into the pool so they can see it. And then I'll text the customer and say, oh, I left the hose trickling into the pool. Can you please fill the pool up when you get a chance? That little trickle is going to help you because sometimes the water level is really at a critical point. And if you leave it trickling, the customer gets to it maybe a day or two later because they don't really fill their pool when you tell them to. I found this to be the case. When I'll text the customer saying, oh, your pool water's low, can you fill it? And they take two or three days to kind of fill the pool. It's one of those things where the trickling trick really is effective. You just have to perfect it. And it has to be really a drip or a trickle because any more water than that is really going to fill that pool up rapidly, more rapidly than you think. So kind of experiment with that. You're not going to really cause any liability if you just have a trickling. And if you go back three days later to check it, I recommend doing that also. If you're doing this for the first time, don't wait a week to go back to that pool to see where the water's at. Go back 
circle back around on your route and see if you can get there three or four days later and just kind of gauge how you have that trickle set. If it's, is it enough? Is it too much? And that way you're not going a whole week in between checking that. So those are some effective ways to keep a pool filled. And of course, the customer should be the primary person filling that pool. I have one customer, and it's really funny. I like to tell the story that he had this really funny hat. It was like a weird carnival-type hat. And he would put it on every time he would be filling the pool. And then one day I was there while he was doing that. I'm like, hey, I, told, I asked the wife, why is your husband wearing that hat? It's you know, so bizarre. He goes, oh, he wears that hat because he'll forget to turn the water off when he's filling the pool. And I'll look over at him and I'll see him wearing that hat and I'll be like, hey, the water's on. It's one of those things where it makes some sense. Sometimes you'll use your oven timer to do that. The same thing at a customer that whenever he was going to run an errand, 20 minutes before he ran an errand, he would, of course, put his car keys on the fill line, fill the pool up. And then he would know that he had the the pool running. But one time he was going to run an errand. He got tied up on a phone call. He kind of did this trick. And an hour later, he realized, oh, I'm supposed to go somewhere. Oh, I had the pool on. So there's all kinds of errors that could happen. But it's not you. It's the customer making that error, which is good. And you want to transfer that liability to the customer. And you don't want to have to inherit that liability by you being in charge of filling their pool. If you're looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banners, just click on the podcast icon. And if you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.